Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this video. You know, sign of the cross, and <laughs> let's, uh, let's jump into this. Well, all right. <laughs> oh my goodness, this was, this was quite an experience. Uh, I'm, I'm almost at a loss for where to begin. Uh, just because, I mean, there's so much about um, just the history of Brazil, uh, and the culture at large, and these specific events that I have no idea about, but yeah. especially, I mean, this is one of those experiences that you watch and you're like, clearly this is torn from real life cycles of violence and poverty and oppression and various other things, but to know that, uh, you know, we come from, we're in Hollywood where, you know, it's the land of like, ah, 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 any way we can twist this into being a kind of true story we're going to do. But th this definitely felt like it was, you know, a very uh, uh, cinematic, but but very sort of, um, I don't know, apt depiction of something that seemed very pertinent and, and real, so yeah. to speak. Um, yeah, I mean, what did you think? <laughs> Oh, man. So uh, I walked into this movie not really knowing what it was going to be about. And even those first few minutes, I was still gauging like, OK, what kind of movie are we in for? You know, and at first I didn't even know it's going to be in subtitles. I didn't know. I like they said, we're watching a movie called City of God and it got a lot of rewards. I'm like, OK, I'm in. <laughs> and yeah, as we got into it, you know, I was a little I'll be honest. I was like a little like, OK, like they're chasing a chicken. Like, OK, now we're in the past. <laughs> All right, okay, there's like this gang violence, okay. But then as we start to dive into these characters and see the different vantage points of the people that we're following, it really becomes this this wild and tragic story about like the cycle of violence within this this uh these slums in the city and like what what kids are forced to become what they're forced to adapt to yeah. within this world. And it's like you don't get to be a kid at all. You don't get to be <laughs> yeah. a kid at all. You yeah. know, you just have to survive. You know, it's like kill or be killed. And it's like the the down and dirty of it all. And I think the way that they told it was very stylized in a way that really helps you like we kind of had a conversation. I can't remember if it was as the movie was starting or right before the movie. Like, can you be able to tell like what's going on with the sound off without the subtitles? And I mm -hmm. feel like, you know, through the visual language of this movie, there's a lot that they are able to convey without using the words. Granted, the words help and like they definitely play a big part in the understanding of the dynamics. But I feel like as you're watching and as you kind of sink into what the story is, you're definitely able to tell what kind of movie this is. And that's the sign of a great story. That's the sign of a great film being made. Mm -hmm. So watching this, all of the characters, you really got invested in them. You really got, you felt the anger that they felt. You felt the pain and the, the hopelessness. Moments, the hopelessness. Yeah. Being able to sit with those moments and, it was just one of those things where, you know, I'm, I'm happy that we had this experience because I don't know too much about Brazil. I don't know a lot about the culture. And, yeah, I think I, I got a glimpse into not only what this particular section of culture was like within Brazil, but what those time periods were like within Brazil mm -hmm. and the, the nature of this adolescent, like, depravity that's happening within this the context of this i kind of made a joke which is like goodfellas meets little rascals early on and but like no like, but it like really kind of is though, it literally <laughs> yeah. was like that and i was like oh man 
And it's so tragic because this movie, like, it's very smart about how it tells its story, but it also at the same time doesn't pull any punches no. with its violence. You know, I feel like they handled some of the, uh, obviously a lot of, all of it was, was dark, but like some of those more um, depraved or more evil moments like that scene that we don't see, but we understand like what's happening. Yeah. Uh, you get what I'm, you get what I'm saying. Knock out Ned where they have him on the ground. Yeah. They have a, they knock out, knock out Ned and, yeah. and uh, things happen, but yeah. you're able to understand even without words being said, what is going on. Yeah. You don't need to in relish that in that exactly. visual to get the, yeah, the harshness and the depravity of the situation. Exactly. And even with, and the colors even conveyed the tone and the, the moon of what was going on within the story. And then, yeah, I, it, it's it's weird with movies like this because I can't say that like oh my god I love this movie but I really really appreciate it. I feel like love is like a very odd term to use for uh, the the dark it's nature so painful of what this movie. And it's tragic. A, it's and, a painful and experience and, and yeah and and indicative of you know the the worst elements that reality has to offer. Yeah, <laughs> you know, in human societies that are you know left to fester by you know, uh, disparities in wealth and classes that could easily heal so many of these problems and yet don't, and then beget just all this corruption and, you know, real feral kind of lawlessness and, yeah, like gang rule and things like that. And, again, I'm not an expert in any way in these facets of life. But, yeah, it's like you start the movie and you have the chicken thing, which I, I, I appreciated that as a motif because I feel like everyone is the chicken to some extent in this movie. <laughs> and I've obviously we have sympathy for the chicken just because the chicken doesn't know. The chicken isn't innocent. The chicken is, right. you know, unawares of all these here. machinations. And yet the same level of chaos still comes for the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like maybe the chicken got away. You know, kind of like, you know, being caught up in this in the middle of this uh, rocket is able to. And so, yeah, little lyrical things like that I thought were really nice. And, and just, yeah, the way that this captured all the events with the kind of eye that a photographer would. Like, I really like the way Rocket is positioned because Rocket is here. He's always kind of telling you the story. And he's on screen throughout, but in little ways. And I feel like that is really fitting befitting of a character who is aspiring to be a, a photographer, a person who is a fly on the wall, who yeah. is capturing moments, but who shouldn't be the center of the attention of those moments, you know? And so, yeah, it's like you're not really spending your time you do intimately get to know Rocket, but yeah, but you're not spending your time examining Rocket so much as you're just watching Rocket's examination of everything else around him. Right. And yeah, you're getting these, I think, really it's really nice the way they handled all this, I think, because you get so many tangential windows into characters, and yet, you know, even when characters exit or leave or meet often untimely ends, you know, nobody feels like a random interlude or some kind of thing that didn't belong here. You know, it's like it is a true ensemble in that you have these key players, but really it's like the situation and the circumstances are so much of the unifying factor of everything. And then to get these these beautiful points of contrast too, where, you know, it's like early on in the movie, you're, uh, you know, like on the run and they're out in the wood or the, in the jungle, you know, and uh, and it's like kind of beautiful or they're out on the beach and it's like it's really beautiful. And then uh, you'll have these moments of joyousness where like everyone's dancing or everyone's playing football or, or you know, you'll have these little bits of liveliness mm -hmm. where for just a moment, the harshness gives way to, you know, what's beautiful about a life and more specifically be this 
you know area of the world and uh yeah i i i get how like i would love to see you know this is such a notable movie and it was a big crossover certainly uh from brazil you know it, it, i remember it coming out and and people buzzing about it here in the states um you know obviously it would be cool i like i i love international cinema and would love to see more of the different colors that you know the cinemas of brazil have to offer i, I saw a new wave mo- uh, movie in school called black god white devil or that's the american translation i believe the the actual portuguese is god and the devil in the land of the sun whatever that translates to um both of which have some some pretty heavy subject matter so like i do recognize that a movie like this is probably like hard for a lot of people to watch especially if that's part of your history yeah. you know if you're a brazilian or something like that and i you know it would be yeah i'd be curious to see more movies that encompass you know the thriving side and the joyous side you know because so many movies you know that grab people's attention are about the harshness of tragedy and reality but i think they do point to something in this that is like there are certain aspects of this even though this is like to an extreme and you know we're peering in on these lawless places that are like completely under the control of gangs or whatever you know like there's still a lot of elements to just the simple core dreams people have and the positions people are forced into that are kind of universal even if this is not your life. You know, right. there are versions of this all across the world in all different societies. Yeah. And uh and yeah, this was just a really fascinating saga and and while you know, the all the character all the characters, I mean Rocket is the most agreeable, but everyone is super gray and everyone is forced into a position to do something terrible at some point or another and that's just kind of how it seems like you have to survive. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't too ham-fisted with anything like this this really felt like you were peering in on some kind of guerrilla documentary or something like that yeah i feel like rocket made the movie yeah and that's like a really beautiful thing and i know that like i don't know exactly what the movie's budget was or what the you know film industry of brazil was like at the time and and granted you are in the 60s and 70s for this movie which is cool because it's like it's I, i always find it fun you know it's like we have such an ingrained sort of easy easily accessible look back at what those times in America were like. And, you know, those are pretty ubiquitous in terms of just like, oh, yeah, everyone can kind of think of America in the 60s. But, yeah, to see Brazil in the 60s and 70s and see what culture is maybe bleeding over from outside, but what is also the culture from within during those times. And, and yeah, I I don't know if they shot the movie just on whatever film they had or if they had enough resources to be like, hey, we can – you choose exactly what we want, but it felt kind of like the latter because it's like in the sixties, the film stock and the grain of the film feels like some cheap film you might've found in the sixties, the colors, at least from my vantage point kind of look like that. And then when you're in the seventies, I was sitting there going, are we, I mean, people look a little bit older, but also I feel like just the, the image, the tone, the, the grain, the color palette has changed a little bit. And so, yeah, it's like, it, nowadays, I mean, back then people shot movies on film, you know, whatever year this is this is from. Yeah. You know, nowadays, it's a lot more of a sort of special thing. This is from 2004. So people would have been oh, like wow. predominantly shooting on film. And so like, you know, 16 millimeter has that sort of grimier, uh, more tangible feel and it's cheaper. And so like it is kind of like what a budget production, what somebody starting out just shooting, you know, footage might have access to. Uh, more easily than 35 or something like that. So I don't know. It's like things like that were also too, like just the construction of the movie, the the sort of docu direct cinema slash cinema verite kind of, 
you know, you have all these POVs and like it's not a found footage or, or like a, a mockumentary, but it does, yeah, have just so much like human perspective in the way that it's shot and assembled and the way it portrays chaos and the way that it's lit too. You have so many scenes that every scene felt like it was restricted to the light that would be available in this setting. And even the like exteriors at night didn't feel like some kind of movie magic trickery. They felt like they just got a light and shot out there at night or something like that, you know? And, uh, and yeah, like while extremely harsh and grim in a lot of different respects, there's a lot of life in a movie like this as well, you know, to complement the tragedy. And it just felt very lively and alive despite all those things. And you really feel this sort of that kind of great Gatsby sort of like just just at the edge of the horizon is the little green light of hope that maybe I could get out of here or maybe I could get on some rung of the ladder that can help me transcend this cycle of being forced into crime and violence. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Quite impactful. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this video, a brand that I am happy to be partnered with, thrilled to. It's fortunately one that I have been using for quite a while now prior to ever agreeing to a partnership with them. I was like, that makes for the best kind of synergy promotion because I can actually talk about them from my heart here. Reason being, like many of you guys, have, like for years, I am constantly downloading all kinds of financial apps that I keep forgetting to use or I don't really find quite as beneficial. Rocket Money has been the one, the only one. I'm not just saying it is the only one that I have been able to consistently use, rely on, that has been an absolute game changer for me. On a very personal note, running Real Rejects is an absolute privilege. However, you know, like I stress out about taxes and it's the beginning of the year and I'm like, I'm trying to be smarter and get it all done done now i already started like a couple months ago getting things in order managing real rejects finances while managing my own personal finances has been an ongoing struggle and i'm very big on like efficiency and being organized but clearly it wasn't as good enough as i uh, thought i had been so before rocket money came into my life i was drowning in subscriptions and struggling to keep track of my expenses and as i really wanted to like get everything in order rocket money came at the right time for me i was overwhelmed with subscriptions i didn't even know i I had or had still been subscribed to. I mean, do you ever wonder how many subscriptions you actually pay for? Have you ever taken the time to really do it? It can be a little daunting. Rocket Money helped me see what I was missing. And best part, they even canceled those subscriptions for me with just a simple tap. So with Rocket Money, you can have all your subscriptions in one place, making it easy to cancel anything unnecessary without the hassle of dealing with customer service. My, yeah, so annoying. Plus, they'll work on getting you refunds and negotiate lower bills, saving you up to 20%. You just snap a pick of your bill and let Rocket Money take care of the rest. Let me just summarize for you really quick what they are. They're a personal finance app that finds and cancels unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With over 5 million users and over $500 million in canceled subscriptions, they've already saved members an average of $720 a year. They've helped save me a little bit more than that. Don't waste your hard-earned money on unused subscriptions. Cancel them today at rocketmoney.com slash rejects. That's rocketmoney.com slash rejects. If you've heard other people talk about them, well, use ours. Rocketmoney.com slash rejects. Because if you use that promo code rejects, you unlock special benefits. And yes, using them is also a great way to support the channel. Same time, it's just a great way to support your bank account. Because I cannot stress enough just how much this app has changed the game for me. Take control of your finances with Rocket Money and enjoy financial peace of mind. I think just add a little bit to that. Uh, we'll say that I like the way this movie 
dance between like the lev- levity and lightness of being a kid or being uh, in your adolescence and the violent darker sides of it that they were forced to be into. Uh, I think that seeing that really added dynamic to the movie as well because if it was just consistent darkness, consistent uh, depravity in, in the, the cycle of violence they were showing, it could get like very dowersome or become a lot but i also think the movie uses a good job of using those moments of levity to balance out so it's like showing the uh the moments of of youthfulness whether it be like the dancing or them playing soccer in the beginning or them please aaron football 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 (laughs) (laughs) or um them being at the beach you know and you know seeing like them start off as little kids, grow up, and then pass that back on to the runts. And I have mm. to imagine at the beginning of this movie, there are probably some older kids that inspired the trio to yeah. then, then then set them into this path of violence. Yeah, they so were the runts of old. It just keeps going. And yeah, it's because of the conditions that were that were set and established like long before any of them were alive. Yeah. And yeah, man, it's just it's it's sad. And I don't know the state of things in Brazil now. I'm definitely curious to know because this takes place in the 70s, 60s, and 70s, where are things at in 2023. Um, yeah, and if you have knowledge, please educate us in the comments as well. Yeah, like if you have, I would love more context. If, yeah, if you're from that part of the world or if you have knowledge or have family out there, like we would love to hear personal anecdotes or experiences of to what the state is like within these yeah. these things but um, or in this place. But, yeah, I think that's uh, generally my thoughts. I thought it was Really, really great movie. Yeah. Um, no, this is like, this is. I understand why cinema f- for sure. Like cinema. this is absolute cinema. It's hard to watch a lot of the time, and it's heartbreaking most of the time. <laughs> Almost twenty years old. This movie. But is. this is this is cinema, man. This has got something to say, and it's got you know a real. I could feel the passion of everyone putting this together, despite how heavy it is. Yeah, it's interesting too. Like Alice Braga broke out, I assume, from this, and and I'm curious as to if maybe some of the other people on the cast have you know done more international work because she's like an international star now. Whereas everybody, uh, Alice Braga is the girl who he's on the beach with her, and then she gets with Benny eventually. Oh, yeah. she does look familiar. What has she been oh, in? Oh, she's been in tons of stuff. She's in, uh, she's in. I'm gonna name all her best movies: Predators, Elysium. Uh, she's in. Let's just really quick. Yeah, show me what she looks like now, because then that'll probably add some light. Oh, I mean, she looked that different, to be honest. Okay, she, hasn't she looks aged so young. That much. I she, am she's legend. Queen of the South. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's okay. in a whole bunch of stuff. Yep. So she looks real young, but like, yeah, I recognize her as in her. Uh, in her 30s and 40s. Okay. Yeah. She has to be a teenager when she shot this. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, so I'm just curious. You know, oh, yeah, she was in the Suicide Squad, too. Um, she was in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. And, I did not and recognize New her. New Mutants, which I oh, haven't seen, but she's definitely in the trailer. I have also not seen New Mutants. Oh, well, everyone's going to be waiting for that oh, reaction. Most bud. anticipated. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> yeah, I would be curious to, to know what else the, the, the rest of the cast did because, again, like, you, there's always that thing of like, well, maybe because I don't speak the. I don't speak Portuguese, Brazilian Portuguese, you know, maybe, or Japanese, or whatever, you know, whatever other country you're watching from, sometimes you're like, oh, maybe because I don't understand the language, the performances feel better. But, but like, everybody in this felt so real and just, like, plucked out of time. And, and you know, again, this really authentically felt like you're just peering through a grimy window into some other reality that is 
this reality pretty pretty much. <laughs> I do have I do have one question though. Maybe I missed it. Did they ever say what happened to Knockout Ned's girlfriend after the events of what? Happened? No, we don't. I don't okay. think we really get. She a didn't read die. I don't think so, but I I couldn't be certain. You guys can let us know in the comments. Yeah, if you find out what happened to the real girl. Because did they give, did they say her name? I don't recall. Yeah, I don't no. recall. I just hope she got the hell out of Dodge if if that was possible. Yeah. Because uh, damn. <laughs> uh, wow. Well, guys, leave us your thoughts down below. Thank you for joining us for this experience. Uh, this isn't the exact like normal kind of thing that we're covering here, but I do love you know getting a look at you know the the greater realm of cinema and especially international cinema. What different parts of the world you know what they have to say and what you know film style looks like through these lenses and stuff like that you know cinema as this big melting pot like it's always really cool to see what flavors arise when you peer into different parts of the world and yeah again in the cinematography and the editing and the music and and the acting and the designs and the locations just everything about this felt so authentic and like really well composed and just like all these little tight the titles and the little freeze frame embellishments like this was a really really solidly crafted piece and uh, i'm grateful we got to watch it despite how heavy so much of it is so yeah just uh, leave us your thoughts down below and thank you for joining us uh thank you for you know being with us along the journey and we'll catch you next time much love guys